Hello, greetings and salutations. Welcome to the One in Ones. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back to the One in Ones. And I know, I know, my sincerest apologies for going MIA on y'all. I've been cooking up some content for you while the podcast underwent some changes. As you can see, the Cat and Cloud podcast has a new look now. For your experience, you'll be able to navigate through the Cat and Cloud podcast much easier. You'll still be able to hear Chris and Jared drop their knowledge on their channel and still listen to the Cat and Cloud crew and guests share their stories on this channel. One big happy family now made easier for your listening pleasure because for your viewing pleasure doesn't really make sense to say here. So anywho, if you're a first time listener, welcome to the one ones. I'm your host, Evelyn Seguenza, a barista at Cat and Cloud Coffee and host of these one in ones. Here, you'll find the stories of our super rad Cat and Cloud team and our lovely guests. You'll get to hear and get to know our crew and guests in more depth, kind of like if you were sitting down with them chatting over coffee. It's something I've noticed both the crew and guests have a desire to do, but often can't necessarily be accomplished because of the hustle and bustle our lives demand. Therefore, my mission for the one-in-ones is to connect people with other people through sharing our stories. If you haven't yet subscribed to this channel, please do so now. And you'll be all set to hear a new story every other Thursday. If you're already subscribed, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and going along on this journey with me. On today's episode, we have the one and only Lucas. And if you've ever stepped into our cafes and have been aggressively graded inside, followed by a giant smile and attentiveness, chances are you know exactly who I'm talking about. So, have fun. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I guess I'll see you later. Okay, okay bye. Candyville. That's, Baby doll. That's, <laughs> that's what I want you to do. Okay. Um, and if you feel like, should I move a bit? <laughs> you are I, so I, large. <laughs> I told you I get antsy with my body, Sorry. not my hands. So, like, <laughs> I can't sit in the same position for longer than, like, actually two minutes. Do you have ADHD? Oh, we did four minutes, guys. So, like, you know, self-growth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lucas. Yes, Evelyn. Where did you grow up? How did you get to where we currently are now? Um, well, we're currently in Capitola, and I got here because you drove me here. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but Describe working, our surroundings. <laughs> where are we sitting? What we're is around a, us? We're in your back of your car on a cliff looking at the ocean, at the beautiful Monterey Bay. And oh, gosh, I love the ocean. I could never live very far from it. Um, I grew up um, a couple hours south of Santa Cruz in a town called Atascadero, which the best way I could say where it is is near San Luis Obispo. Because mm-hmm. you got it, small towns, you got to say the next biggest city. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> no one knows where Tascadero is, but yeah. So it's a little small town. Um, not like super small, it's like 28,000, I believe. Uh, so yeah, so my family, my parents went to Cal Poly Slow, mm-hmm. ended up living and settling down and having a house in Tascadero Aww. with me and my brothers. Um, 
Yeah, so I went from elementary school, actually preschool, all the way through high school in the same town. Um, same, yeah. Growing up in a Tescadero. Yes. What was like some of your favorite things you would do there? Or what's something like really memorable that you remember about the place and growing up there? Um, interesting questions. I don't know why I'm like surprised by these questions when I've heard you ask these questions in every one in one um, <laughs> or like forms of these questions. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. Um, it's cool. I, I thought. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for thinking for me. Perfect. Um, one of my favorite things about like that place is, is like the access to like really nice beaches. Um so we'd have Tuesday beach day, like through co- like uh, back in high school. Mm-hmm. So every Tuesday, like a whole group of us would go to the beach. We'd all hang out. We'd go to the same spot, mm-hmm. and like my brother and I uh, would have our drop, have our mom drop us off, mm-hmm. and then she'd pick us up. And it's like a thirty-minute drive. So thanks, mom. Um, and we just like hang out. We'd go boogie boarding. We'd uh, go on the tide pools we like body surf we'd explore the same seven little shops every single week and then we'd go into slow and get dinner and we'd go to like this little community it's like the locals beach called avila beach Mm -hmm. or as people are like a villa and you're like no (laughs) (laughs) a villa beach and you're like that's not right that's not a place avila Actually saying it out loud, like, it makes me second-guess how I just said that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we just go to the same little town. We'd find parking. And, like, my friends and I still go back um, when we're actually, like, there over summer. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the same beach. Like, that's just where all we always go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it would just be so nice. The water would be, like, warmer than here, which is why I don't go in the water here because it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Tuesday beach day. What were some things you would do like <clears throat> in high school? Like as far as like, were you involved in anything? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, my brother and I, so we're twins. So we were in the same grade, but we always had, so we'd have the same AP classes. We'd like, we'd go to school and then. Monday, Wednesdays, we would have, like, in fall uh, semester, we'd uh, have, like, he'd have football, and I had cross-country practice after school, and then we had marching band practice on the field, (laughs) so we were, like, always doing things. We'd be out of the house from, like, uh, 7 in the morning at school to, like, 8 p.m., 8.30, almost every day. Just because we all, and then we'd have to do homework. So then you're like up super late. So like we did a lot. I did, well, I did a lot in high school. And then we'd like try to go to youth group. And then we'd have games and weekend races or weekend tournaments. Mm -hmm. Or um, we would, like, in all that, we'd be driving up to UC Davis for soccer games for my older brother. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a really busy time. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so we'd always so I did cross country, soccer, golf, and tennis. 
marching band wind ensemble jazz band oh my gosh uh every ap class offered every honors class offered yeah i was like an overachiever in high school (laughs) which is like (laughs) such a contrast (laughs) to like the me you met uh, almost like a year and a half ago when you joined this company or like a year and a few months when you joined this company I would say you're still like an achiever but in yeah, a different but, like, sense I gave up on school like two years ago <laughs> so like yeah so like the me when did you school, graduate? a year ago <laughs> less than a year ago sorry mom um, and dad don't listen to this grandma if you're listening to this like wow I didn't know you could <laughs> Oh man! Uh, sorry, Grandma. Sorry, you were saying. Um, so like, yeah. So I like definitely. Oh, and then I'd have like leadership and, uh, like peer intern, uh, like a peer intern that like council intern, and yeah. So I just did a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. still play any like um, ensemble jazz instruments? I haven't. I haven't played since I left college or like left high school, mm-hmm. but I still have like my trombone, baritone, trumpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a clarinet, a saxophone at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. So like, no, I don't play it, but I could. You could. You'd be a little bit rusty. Extremely. Extremely. Rusty. Well, like the instrument itself too would be kind <laughs> of rusty. So. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I should sell those. I have to ask. Okay. Favorite question. Are you guys twins? How do you Dude, feel about that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the people we so my brother and I, we look basically the same. So mm-hmm. we're not identical, we're fraternal, but like we get asked for triplets with our older brother too, because we all look the same. Like we have really good genes like that, I guess. I guess that's a thing. Like you we've been told like, Sorry you guys to flex have, on you yeah. really hard, but it's the <laughs> truth. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like people yeah, people ask us, are we twins? Mm-hmm. All, like we would get that all the time mm-hmm. and then the next question the follow-up question is oh how old are you and they'd be like at the time <laughs> we're like 17 and then you're like how old are you to like my brother and we're like we have the same birthday <laughs> but one time oh my gosh best best thing ever we were at this like summer youth camp Mm-hmm. Like uh, church camp up at Hume Lake, and my brother and I, like this kid who came with us <laughs> on the group, but like my church would be like 300 people, so it was like a lot of kids that right. had never met us before. Right. We convinced him, and like his leader, like went along with it, who knew us, mm-hmm. uh, that we were cousins, and that <laughs> my mom and dad, and my quote unquote cousins' mom and dad, mm-hmm. were sets of identical twins who intermarried and that he was like four months older. (laughs) This kid believed we were cousins for like three months. (laughs) Makes sense. I would have, I would have too. We were so convincing and we're like, I can't believe he, we were literally walked away and we're like, I can't believe he bought that. Like we're like, for sure. The best of us do. (laughs) Yeah. So so we convinced a person we were cousins and not twins. So, we got are you twins and we said no for the first time and it was the best <laughs> one of the best jokes oh man because like it doesn't work when you are in the same class mm-hmm. every like every semester like we always had classes together right so we'd like trade seats and they'd be like they knew mm-hmm. like there was no like taking tests for each other or like anything like that yeah 
all your te- like teachers are smart. Fun yeah. fact, that doesn't work. <laughs> um, in the realm of people now. I love people. <laughs> Who or what is an influential person in your life? I think one of the things in terms of like my like self-development mm-hmm. um, would be, okay, there's two. Moments or person? One person, one moment. Okay. Okay. One person would be like my old manager at my last job um, because she like was truly a mentor to me for almost two years. Um, It was another coffee shop in town and she, uh, her name's Lena. She's a really amazing person. Um, She... Really connected with me on like a personal level of like challenging me in coffee, like whenever I'd feel stagnant at work mm-hmm. or like school or like working out or anything. She always made a point to ask how like my real life was going, like not just like, oh, like the person I portray at work. Mm-hmm. It was like, how are you doing like mentally? How are you doing like with school? Like she really invested in me. And with work and stuff, and challenged me to find something worth pursuing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've been drawn to coffee since I moved to Santa Cruz. The first week I moved here was when I went to Verve. Mm-hmm. That was my first exposure to specialty coffee. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the Abbey, which I worked at for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I would go. I went there every week for almost a like the, my whole first year of school and I started working there my second year. Um, and like I found a really awesome community of people who not, I w- wouldn't say many people had it figured out, but we were all figuring out how to figure out. Okay. So like we were a lot of people coming from a lot of different places in life and trying to figure out a path forward. And so found amazing people um and got to do something that i really valued i really fell in love with coffee and how it can connect people mm-hmm. it connected my coworkers and i it connected me to our guests in the cafe mm-hmm. um and when i thought i was at like my peak performance lena and like i felt stagnant for a long time I thought about, like, cool, like, where could I work that I could grow more? So I talked to Lena about it, and she told me how, like, what was it I was seeking Mm -hmm. and how I could do work towards that in my current position. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to learn more about coffee. I wanted to learn more about processes, tasting notes, just how coffee became what it is because we were at the very end of the supply chain and weren't told a lot about all the other steps towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, she challenged my latte art. She challenged my work ethic. She challenged how I train people and how I could train people to have like similar work ethic and how... So I trained a lot of the team. Um, I... Yeah... And then when it came, Cat Cloud was opening downtown. This is kind of like how I came to Cat Cloud. 
I felt really nervous about it because I wanted I wanted to grow more. So I, I apl- applied. I asked her about it, got her opinion on like she's. I was like, I don't know if this is a good step. Like I don't know what I'm like. Kind of scared. Um, and she, um, like I applied and she like wished me luck. And I clocked out of work one day, drove home. I got a text from Jared uh, about interviewing with Tanner and Kristen. When I found out I got the job a week later, she was super excited. She was the first person I told. And I was like, I just got a phone call from a phone number. And she's like, call it back. Like, go. Like, go to the back room. Like, call. Because I was working. And I was like, oh, I'm like at work. What's up? Mm-hmm. And it was Tanner about um the position and like getting hired and lena really excited for me also trying to figure out how like the abbey would like continue so like before i left like trained three people on bar and like got to come to cat and cloud and like i remember orientation and officially meeting jared and chris who i've known of for so long and it was just like it was such a huge step and, like, Lena gave me that push. Nice. And even though it meant, like, losing, like, in my mind, like, losing me, mm-hmm. she, like, knew it was the best thing. And, like, I would go in and talk to her all the time. Like, yeah. Like, it's a real connection. It's authentic. She actually yeah. cares and wants to know how yeah. you're doing. So I wrote, uh, like, for my senior seminar, like, to graduate college, was a psychology class about mentorship. And I wrote a paper about her. And I oh my gosh. Gave it, I gave it to her. And she just started sobbing. Oh my gosh. Like I would like, have too. I like teared Shit. up because I was like, you, she was and is such an influential person in my life. Mm-hmm. And where I am, like she has uh, helped instill like such a huge portion of who I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Would this lead into the moment Perhaps no. two, or is this moment separate? This moment is super separate. Yeah, it's like a year later. Yeah, year and a half. Um, it was the first time I came out to my brother, who's the first person I've ever. It was the. He was like the third person I ever came out to, mm-hmm. but it was the first one in my family, and that was terrifying. Um, Which brother? My twin. Okay. Sorry. Starting with my twin. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's someone I felt uh, the closest with in like my life. Like He is my best friend and my other half. Um, and like that moment was just... I remember sitting outside my house because I didn't want like my house to hear. Mm-hmm. And it made my housemate David like sit with me because like I couldn't do this alone. And I was on FaceTime just sitting in the dark on the street, uh, October 26th of 2017. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. No, I remember that date very well. Um, and, yeah, so it was a Tuesday night. And it was the first time I ever came out with him. And I really wanted to have that conversation in person because mm-hmm. I just spent the weekend with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no way – there was no good time. I just, like, remember, like – crying and just like sitting there crying and like to be honest it didn't go well like it kind of led into one of the hardest times in my life Mm -hmm. 
but coming out of that is truly like the lowest of lows but now I'm at the highest of highs over a year later because there's a whole year of challenges and growth Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. like I've like since that day came out to my entire friend group Mm-hmm. in Santa Cruz who I'd known for years mm-hmm. all of my friends from home mm-hmm. that I'm still with they're like so like ta- like I'm very good friends with and then the rest of my family um, which is like gets a little easier when it, since I've been dating someone to have like that support but it was yeah that moment was the first step that I've taken in becoming truly who I was since I left high school. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the second biggest step. The first one was leaving the town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that would be a defining moment of self-development. Yeah. It's so scary, too, like... Oh, it's taking a huge step into the unknown because it's, like, my biggest fear Yeah. for forever was, like, you hear... I've heard so many, like stories from people who've been like thrown out of their families mm-hmm. because of like their sexuality mm-hmm. and like who they love and like that yeah terrified me and like that was always my fears like throughout high school and growing up is like mm-hmm. this is something scary yeah but it's like a step into that and like that step into yeah. growth. It's a step. It's a huge step into growth, and it's like you take a step, and you don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You're not sure what it's going to lead to, and like these are both moments of taking steps, like stepping towards Cat and Cloud. Like great. Like I've had huge development in who I am here, mm-hmm. but taking a self step, and like you're both stepping into like this unknown mm-hmm. and uncertainty, which is terrifying. Yeah. Like, no one wants to take that step. You want to stay comfortable. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It really leads, and I could truly, truly say it has led to the best year of my life. Mm -hmm. And it's only getting better. (laughs) I'm so happy for (laughs) you. (laughs) And, and like, I mean, you've you've seen me at the the lowest of lows. So it's like, and, like, a lot of the team has been around it for me. So it's like getting, I've sat and cried to Nicole or Olivia. Oh, I cried a lot to Olivia. Um, (laughs) Or, like, I would just, like, leave work and, like, yes, our motto, or, like, our mission is to leave people happier than when you found them. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to do when you're not happy. And, like, like, I could say, like, that I was in a position of, like, you, my my motto, my mission was fake it till I make it, do it at work, mm-hmm. and like I'd go home and like there were days where like I've honestly like gone to my car and just like cried because it was like it was so hard and like now looking back on that like I know like it was so hard but mm-hmm. I've grown from it and I'm only stronger because of it mm-hmm. but like doing work was hard. Yeah. Which makes, like, work now super easy, and, like, it's just really, like, it's not, it's still work, but it's, like, not as 
hard as it was. It's hard because you're not just a robot producing machine. You're a person like that people, has like a see, life outside of work. Yeah, exactly. And like we, like you connect with guests. And like this was all while I was at downtown. And like I had guests who really cared about me mm-hmm. and like how I was doing. But like you can't tell them like when they come in, they're like, oh, how are you doing? And you're like, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm never going to be like, oh, terrible oh i haven't talked to right person in so long like you're professional to not say so yeah and like that's not gonna make people happy yeah so it's like it was really fake it till i made it and like as hard as that season was and like i remember being on the floor and tanner being like are you okay like something feels off and i'm like no i'm great well Mm -hmm. i'm like doing dishes and just like trying not to think oh like no. so it was like hard and i like was really upset when like other people picked up on it but like we're all human mm-hmm. we're all people like everyone working like i've like seen this quote so many times in like the last day but like other people are like going through something that you have no idea what it's about like right. you'll never know like yeah and that's such a real thing and it's like hard when like you're that person because <laughs> you don't want you don't want to be that person. Yeah. Like you don't want to be like, oh, I'm great. Like you truly like I'm. I feel like I'm really good at like faking it till I made it. So like, mm-hmm. not many people I think could pick up on it. I mm-hmm. hope. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just. But it's so real. It's and so you have real. to be like kind to yourself. Too. Exactly. Don't and be like, so hard on yourself. It was definitely a, m- a time where like I didn't care about myself. Like I didn't take time to rebuild myself cuz my who I was relied so heavily heavily on other people mm-hmm. and how what other people thought of me. And in this time I was completely changing what people thought of me. Mm-hmm. By like coming out to them. Well, in my mind, like, I thought yeah. I was making people think of me differently. Yeah. Like, I've not, like, all my friends love me. Like, it's not anything. Like, I've never lost any friends or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's, my identity was held on to what other people thought of me. So I put on, like, the show of being great and perfect all the time mm-hmm. when it wasn't. Yeah. And, like, now I can truly say, like, I don't need to do that because, one, like, I'm actually happy. Yeah. Happier than I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, all of my fears ever are stupid. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, fears, like, it's just so, such the opposite now. And, and you just, know it now after a year exactly. of seeing how happy and how much you've grown since then. Yeah, and it's like, like, it's weird thinking back on, like, just a, a year ago because mm-hmm. it seems like such a short time. Yeah. But it feels like forever. Yeah. Because of how much this year has changed who I am and yeah. the world I live in. Earlier you said, uh, when talking about this, your, like, quote-unquote mission was fake it till you make it. Yeah. What would you say it is now? It's... I think my personal mission is, and it aligns so well with, like, the mission of where we work mm-hmm. and, like, this co- podcast mm-hmm. and, like, everything that Cat Cloud stands for. But I truly love engaging with people and making people happy 
because I'm happy. And oh I want and I want other people to experience that. And if I can influence that in a small way with a drink, a latte art, or going I might have accidentally made them an extra piece of toast and like delivering it with like the biggest smile I got because you have a walking you, door. If you, you got ever, a big, <laughs> big ass smile. Okay? If you, like if you ever walk into our cafe, there's going to be me at a register. Going, Aggressively hunting you down with a big hello. <laughs> big hello and a big smile because like I really, I think that's where it starts. If people can see like kind of how happy you are to do something, like they're going to be happy. And like I really, oh my gosh, so many birds. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, like I really want other people to feel the same happiness that I feel. And like, I mean, we've talked about this like other times, but like other people go through things and you want to be there for them. Mm-hmm. You want to support them. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what our guests are going. Every single guest who comes to our cafe, maybe for the first time and the only time, or our recurring guests, we don't know what they're really going through. Mm-hmm. But getting to that point with someone who like actually cares enough to say something real, mm-hmm. like I have so many guests from downtown who like would actually say real things, mm-hmm. and I get to like connect with them and be like, cool, like how can I support that? Mm-hmm. How can I support? the growth coming out of this mm-hmm. moment. Because mm-hmm. all these, our fears and things lead to moments. They're not lasting. Mm-hmm. So a moment's going to end. How are you going to be coming out of that moment? And I want to I want to help people be happy. Oh my gosh, Lucas. Which is like, <laughs> like it's so cliche. Like I feel like it's pretty cliche like with like what it's our company so real, does. It's so real though. But it's like, I, I would... I think if I was in a different session, they're like a different um, like occupation. Like I'd still do the same thing. Like I'd want to make people happy, mm-hmm. but like I am where I am now in doing what I love. Mm-hmm. And I want to share that with people who are there. Like I love every single one of our guests, even if like, they don't remember my name or ever ask or really get to know me. And it's something I've like definitely grown to understand now, like being at Portola versus our other cafe mm-hmm. of like, cool. Like I don't know these guests as well, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to love people. That is so, I, I wasn't there or didn't know for a lot of it of what you were going through last year. I was only there for like a bit of it. And Mm -hmm. it was like only when you would share, I was never really pressing about like, tell me what's going on or all this stuff. Yeah. But I, I am really happy that you're happy now. And I mean, you get to be there for the happiness, which is like, and it's not like you weren't there. I just didn't know you that well. Exactly. And what I'm saying too, is like you could within that short amount of time of knowing you from then and now, like, even then, just in the short amount of time, like, I can tell you're way happier. And that also makes me happy. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, one of my next questions that I have is, we briefly talked about little snippets here and there, how you got to Cat and Cloud, but yes. what started your coffee journey? And then from there, how did you get to Cat and Cloud? Yeah. So, I 
kind of like got into coffee uh, when I started college. Um, I remember having like a pour over and like a little Keurig in my dorm, and <laughs> I would like make little pour overs from with uh, Trader Joe's Costa Rican coffee. With in the love that stuff. Can. You gotta love that stuff. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, and then I would go to Verve all the time, and I'd, like, get a latte, and then I'd get, like, a cappuccino, and just, or I'd just get brewed coffee. Um, and then I'd also go to the Abbey and talk to the baristas there, and I got to know the baristas at the Abbey really well. Um, so then I moved home for the summer, got a summer job, came back to school, and was like, you know what would be a really fun job would be working in a coffee shop. Um, so I applied all over the town. applied to uh, the Abbey. Uh, well, I applied to Verve, uh, coffee, Santa Cruz Coffee Roasters, um, and didn't hear back from any of them. I went into the Abbey, and one time was like, oh, like, are you guys hiring? And they're like, oh, we're always taking resumes. I'm like, for sure, that means no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like, from the outside, like, that, you think that means no. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, oh, that's such a, like, backhanded, like, slap. Like, you're like, mm. But, like, also true, they are always taking recipes. <laughs> um, so I was leaving church one time with my housemate. And um, Lena comes running up to me. Mm-hmm. And was like, hey, like, do you still want to apply here? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I can drop off my resume. She's like, here's my email. Just send me your resume and I'll send you an application. Nice. So, like, that night, like, like I literally got home. She emailed me back that same night. And I started, like, working on the application. Um, and, like, the Abbey's linked to a church. So it is, like, a church coffee shop, church-run coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But, like, the money doesn't go to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, a common misconception uh, <laughs> so like you do have to like uh, t- talk about like the doctrine of the church and like in the time I was uh, going to church a lot more so I was like cool like yeah okay, great so I worked there uh, my first shift was with Rachel Perez one of my favorite people um, I love her so much I never see her anymore but <laughs> I love her shout mm-hmm. out to you and I, yeah, so I went to, I worked there. Uh, I got to know amazing people. Um, Lainey uh, Drury, she is now one of the Green Virus Reverve. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember working her last day. We made Christmas present a Christmas present for my mom. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I just got to know some really awesome people. Um, I got bar trained in January of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, remember that night really well. And I was just, like, so excited. Uh, two weeks later, I participated in my first throwdown. was absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Had literally two, not even two weeks of bar training mm-hmm. and steam training. Mm-hmm. So I knew how to make milk hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all you really need. And... Uh, yeah, so first throwdown, um, met Ev from then Vertigo Coffee Roasters, but now of Calavera Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, that was like cool, like, that was so awesome. Like, you got up there and like, you just did it. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and now it's like cool to like talk to him as he like comes in and now we're like super homies Mm -hmm. and like he's seen me go from newbie barista first time pouring Mm -hmm. to like the barista person i am now Mm -hmm. um which is cool and then yeah so i was there for a year and eight months before i applied to cat and club and got hired uh i was on the team to help open our downtown location Mm -hmm. at square in 2017 Mm -hmm. and then i yeah so i absolutely love that cafe um i was full-time there up until this past december when Mm -hmm. i moved to portola um and yeah, just being able to build that community around Abbott Square. Like, I remember being in a team meeting and finding out that we had our first profitable month of s- in September of 2017. Um, and just being so excited. Like, me and Olivia, like, Tanner laughed at us. Because <laughs> um, he was the uh, team leader at the time. And he knew how much, like, we cared about the cafe. Mm-hmm. And this was going into my last year of school, and I knew that coming into the company, that my goal was to put, when I graduated, to put myself in, like, cool, like, I want to be able to help make this company more. Mm-hmm. And, like, I absolutely love the values. I have had more opportunities in the last year, or almost two years. I'm coming up on my two year in May. Mm-hmm. End of May. That's crazy. Um, it has not felt like two years, um, but also it has at the same time. <laughs> it's one of those weird ones. But I've had more opportunities to, I've had so many opportunities to do things that I never thought I would have. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to Brazil mm-hmm. um, to do Best Cup. Like Alyssa and I bought coffee there, um, which we're excited about. And I've been able to. I've had a couple of different positions now um, and looking towards our next cafe and well set of cafes and seeing what role I can play mm-hmm. in the, those development because mm-hmm. we are looking at two cafes this year mm-hmm. where I'm super excited about mm-hmm. um, and wanting to play my role in supporting that. So I'm working with, like, Sam and Brittany on our own trainings, um, working with Kristen on some of her projects, and then just setting up as many, like, forms and things that our cafes already use Mm -hmm. and making sure that we have those ready for our next ones. So from knowing nothing about coffee... Yep. Into thinking, I think I could do this. This is really interesting. Yes. And getting your first coffee shop job. So then, what What did you say? Two months after just signing up for a throwdown? Oh, no. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Two oh, no, weeks. no, no, no. Oh, I got my job. And then, like, four months later, I got barista trained. Barista trained. And then two weeks later. And then two weeks later, signed up for a throwdown and just kind of went for it. Just so I then, really did. you know, growing in that company and then yeah. moving to cat and cloud yeah. and then starting off concierge yep. and then 
helping open a downtown store yep. to barista mm-hmm. to then hiring leadership as a cert yep. to then now coordinator yes to who knows where oh, now gosh, I, would you say you're yeah. an achiever of some sorts okay <laughs> i know you're circling back to like the i'm not as an achiever in high school i'm an achiever in something i'm passionate about I think that's what I think that's what circles down. I became less passionate about school and my education, which like I'm very thankful I was given the opportunity to have mm-hmm. and finish because mm-hmm. I know there are many people who don't have the opportunity or work a lot harder mm-hmm. um, for it. So I'm not like trying to discount that, but it's just like I found something I was super passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother's super passionate about, like, helping people, but, like, in terms of physical therapy, so he's looking at grad schools. Mm-hmm. I'm super passionate about helping people, but through coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's just something, like, seeing how it affects, like, the farmers when we bought coffee at Origin to uh, the guest who m- might be having a vanilla, an almond milk vanilla latte. So it's like, yes, you're right, I'm an achiever. Because I work, I work hard for what I'm passionate yeah, about. Yeah, you work pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> pretty all right. Gosh, that word. <laughs> Sorry. If you know, you know. <laughs> really. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yes. Short answer. Yes. Yeah, and I think that was gonna. That kind of answers my second question, which was, what about just like really working hard and achieving the next goal and the next goal into leadership and like yeah if possible even higher than leadership if there's such a thing like what if you're passionate about something mm-hmm. and you're behind something you yeah. go full on into full it full force and like i fully like i've been like that and like i think this is the first thing that i've actually found that i'm like truly passionate about Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, before, like, high school was, like, cool school and sports band. Like, that's because that's what was expected of me mm-hmm. from my family. Because mm-hmm. that's what my older brother did. And, like, he sets the example. But, like, mm-hmm. this is something I truly have found for myself mm-hmm. that has been, like, life-changing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm very lucky to have the family that supports me chasing after that Mm -hmm. and like knowing that my family raised me to work hard like we value like hard work for what you do Mm -hmm. my brothers are the same way Mm -hmm. so it's i definitely shoot i forgot your question that i'm so bad at this no 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 you're good (laughs) that um I also forgot my own question. I was okay. so attentive to I your know. answer. But it's important for you if you're behind something. Yeah. It's because you're passionate about it and mm-hmm. you're willing to go full on. Yes. And I like working hard every day. Like, I know it's like, oh, my gosh, everyone works hard. Like, it's work. But, mm-hmm. like, if I can do something mm-hmm. to make a shift easier for everyone else, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put away the milk and paper order and take make the orders and do all the things and do the coffee. Like, mm-hmm. I can do it so that other people can be as attentive to guests mm-hmm. as I would want to be. 
that I'm going to. So my next question would be, do you get tired? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like you what? Have no idea. <laughs> Cuz okay, yes. you're really passionate about it. And yes. I mean, we've been talking about how passionate you are oh about gosh. all this. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> we've been talking about how passionate you are about all this uh-huh. for a very a bit, long time very now. Very long time. What do you do then to kind of just recharge? Because you care oh, and that's yeah. why you work hard. But you Yeah get tired oh yeah very it's tired. hard work like i go home and i'm like act- like i know that i d- had a good day when i'm like actually really tired mm-hmm. and i'm like too tired to do anything else mm-hmm. because like i did work hard so i'm like my body is like oh y- that was exhausting which is like it's weird to think when you like walk into a cafe a coffee shop because you don't really think it's hard work. And, like, we don't want to show that it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Like, how we do it is, like, that everything is calm and collected. But, like... It takes hard work to firing, make it firing, be that way. Yeah, it takes a lot of hard work to be that calm. But you're also making, like, five drinks a minute. like, <laughs> Or, like, you're crushing 30 pieces of toast at once. Like, like if you come to our Portola Cafe on a Saturday or Sunday morning around 10 a.m., it's busy mm-hmm. and like it's definitely our like busiest time so it's like yes it's really hard work and like i go home and i'm like cool i'm tired and i get very tired so what do you what do you what do, do, do with your okay with your lucas time like this lucas is time, your time lucas has a lot of time that he doesn't know what to do with it <laughs> um which is like the first because all through school and everything like you always had i always Ever since my beginning of sophomore year, I've always worked 25 plus hours a week mm-hmm. up until I was like full time in my last quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always had school time, work time, study time, mm-hmm. and that was in gym time. And that was my time. Mm-hmm. So now it's just work time mm-hmm. and gym time sometimes. If I get there on a good day, <laughs> let's be real, it's mm-hmm. been a struggle. Um, so I have so much time that I don't know what to do with that I honestly just sit in bed and watch Netflix. And that's... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, that's what I do. Like, that's what I do with a lot of, like, my extra time. And it's, like, not the healthiest. I know that. But, like, that's all I have, like, motivation for sometimes. And, like, I have, like, my split days off. So I, like, usually take one day to, like, fully just rest and recharge and... I'll go to the gym and I'll read. It's a struggle to read sometimes. <laughs> Big struggle for me. I know you're like, oh my gosh, I read books all the time. And like, I wrote like a five paragraph essay or like a Facebook post. Like, oh my gosh. I <laughs> no, like, no, me, me Facebook. Reading, I'm reading, sorry. Me no. reading two page. I don't even think we're Facebook friends, sidebar. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but like me reading like two pages is like a success. Um, but I just, like, try to not do much. But then, like, my other, like, other days off, it's like, okay, we're out and about. Like, I'll go to San Francisco. I'll go to brunch. I'll go to hang out with 20 different friends Mm -hmm. and try to see as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, like, my boyfriend and I will, like, do dinner with one set of friends. We'll do brunch with another. We'll go hiking. We'll do all these things. Other days, it's like, cool, we're just going to chill. And like hang out at the beach, or we'll tan in the backyard. Like it's nothing. I don't know. It's so a lot of 
quality time with mm-hmm. like people, but also I've since discovered I need some alone time, which is weird for me to discover because I'm an, an extreme extrovert. Hmm. No, I didn't get that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. Um, this is news to me and the world. <laughs> Fun fact, I am an extreme extrovert. <laughs> I am like a puppy. Oh. Uh, no. No, you're not. You are a big dog that thinks they're a puppy. <laughs> and I am a St. Bernard Great Dane mix that thinks it's like a... A little chihuahua. little chihuahua puppy. <laughs> and that is not the case. <laughs> um... So, to wrap up, one of my last questions is, who is a artist or musician that you are, like, super hardcore jamming to right now? Ugh. Um, Ariana Grande. Are you surprised by this? No. I, I actually, I kind of am. Really? <laughs> Just a bit. Wait, I, what did you think I would say? I don't know. I was really oh. intrigued to see what you were going to okay. say. I've nonstop listened to uh, Sweetener and Thank You Next album. So Sweetener has been out for like six and a half months. Sweetener's been out for a few as well. No, that was wrong. Sweetener has been out for six and a half months. Thank You Next has been out for a few as well. I don't know which I said before. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. <laughs> <laughs> And then Tyler and I have tickets to see her in San Jose that we bought well before Coachella, two weeks after Coachella. So we might see her twice. You could actually meet her. Oh, gosh. I could. Basically, cool. all I'm saying is Ariana Grande, Ariana if you're Grande, listening. Oh, my gosh. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> and you are amazing. I actually wanted to play her, like, closing one time, and Sam hardcore vetoed it. And I was like, well... It'd be like that. Yeah, he put on um, Italian um, metal rock opera. Mm. Yeah, it was... I didn't know it was a thing. (laughs) Yeah, it was very fun. But yeah, Ariana Grande, love her. I'm so excited to see her. Um, uh, The song Needy is like who I am as a person. (laughs) 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 If you want to... You want to get to know Lucas after this podcast, go to Ariana Grande's uh, Thank You Next album on Spotify or Apple Music, if that's, or Tidal. I don't know who uses Tidal. Um, And yeah, listen to the song Needy, and you'll really get to know another level of me. (laughs) This is just the beginning. This whole podcast (laughs) is just the beginning. This is a series. (laughs) (laughs) This will be one-on-ones with Lucas. Hi. And then you can catch him on his TED Talk. We'll attach oh, the link below. Thank you for coming Thank you to very much for listening. Oh. We're going to go take a dip in the ocean now. Oh, is that how we're wrapping this up? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, smooth, Evelyn. It's like you've done this before. Uh. Except it took only like six episodes for me to be on this, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm not salty. You're sour, like these blueberries. You stopped eating them. Yeah. Your little well, bloops. I was very attentive to you speaking, but... I spoke a lot. Yeah. I will say that the time we have spent together to work together, Mm -hmm. or that that we have spent working together and getting to know each other, is, is very unique and in the sense that we understand each other on 
a level that perhaps doesn't seem like we do understand each other, but I understand what you're saying. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. So I just want to say it's really genuine when you do listen. And I feel it. And I'm very Aww. grateful for that. No. And I just want to say thank you again for taking the time to speak with me and to share your story. You're welcome. Can I thank you? Or are you going to cry? You'll probably cry. Go for it. you do. Whatever you want to <laughs> say, and then we'll just say um, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mean it, bye. <laughs> and that's that on that. Um, Evelyn, you're amazing. I think this project is so cool. I really think it's a next step for like the podcast and like just the engagement with the culture that you provide because you do get to share our stories our lives outside of like the cafe which not many people get to see and now thousands and thousands of people get to hear it which is also weird um so i want to thank you for providing this outlet to have us share and have us be a part of something a little bit bigger that like we all like almost all of us listen to the podcast and like that's cool but it's like chris and jared and them and like that's great they always have some really awesome topics but thank you for allowing a lot of us the rest of us to speak yeah Love you, mean it. Bye. <laughs> You're welcome. That's all I really want to do with this. So. And I appreciate that. And I know like everyone else who has been on this appreciates that. And the entire organization does as well. Thank you. Love okay, you, mean bye. it. Bye. <laughs>